Hey yo, what up sports fans? You already know who it is. We are the Buds and Sports Channel coming back at you for another NBA recap. NBA, we are NBA, NBA, NBA. Yes, sir. Hoops, hoops, hoops city. We are your boys, your buddies, your hosts. I'm Doug, Lightning Leche, Little Dukes. Coming at you. You already know who I got with me for the NBA. My boy, Spuddy McGee. What's going on, buddies? Spuddy McGee here. What's cracking? What's cracking with the crackings? Cracking like eggs, brothers. Cracking like eggs on this fine morning. We're coming at you live. It is Saturday. Um, Saturday is probably going to be when we record these episodes from now on, you know, for scheduling reasons. Yeah. So they'll be dropping Saturday afternoonish around there. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You know, it's perfect timing. Usually, a lot of Sunday games are on. So yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of Saturday Sunday games. You know, Friday is a big game, but you know, a lot of teams play on Friday. A lot of teams play on Saturday, and a lot of teams play on Sunday. So I think it's a perfect, you know, yeah. blend of it all. Because during the week, you have highs, but you also have lows during during the week. So. We'll, we'll we'll get it right in the in the midst of NBA action. Yep, yep. Well, with that being said, let's start shooting the shits with this NBA. We're gonna start over here in the Eastern Conference. The East, the where I say at least the top four hasn't really changed all too much. I mean, a surprising team that moved up from four to three, but <laughs> hey, like. Is this is looking like this is going to be the squad for like the seeding? You don't know who's going to be number one because they're all going to be interchanging. Yeah, but it just shows that they've all been playing consistent basketball. Oh yeah, for for sure, for sure, one through six, they're all going. Like you said, those are going to be here one mm-hmm. through six. It's just a matter of where. It's a where, yeah. But yeah, um, Heat, Chicago, and Cleveland. All three consi- been playing consistent basketball. My God, Cleveland is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chicago Bulls and Cleveland are the surprise, but fucking Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. <laughs> hey, I want to know who's the sports better that says Cleveland's even making the playoffs? Because at first that wasn't even a thing. Now yeah. they're they're in the top three. Top three, man. <laughs> like. I guess we'll start off with Cleveland and just how surprising they've been because of the the young squad that they have, and yet they still have some injuries on some key players, mm-hmm. and they're still be still able to produce. Now, the question is: Is their defense that damn good? I think so. They, the defense is what's been. I'm not gonna say carrying them, but the defense have been like the reason. You know, they're they're mm-hmm. definitely a top top five team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like right now, when it comes to opponents' um, points per game, they are number two. Yep, and uh, it shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're they're actually behind the Warriors for um, um, when it comes to top points per game. That's a good team to be behind. <laughs> yeah. But even then, you're behind. Like, the Warriors are number one on, on that. So, the Warriors are playing defense as well. But Cavs are really, you know, locking it down 
with um, Mo- Mobley and um, Jer- uh, Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Now, I I did I wasn't expecting Jared Allen to be such an important piece. But he is. <laughs> His little fro. <laughs> For real. Like, like, it makes me think that, you know what? Nets really fucked it up. <laughs> uh, right. You know, they, they had such an important piece to a team. And they're like, you know what? We want to go with this style. KD, Kyrie, James Harden. Yeah. And you look at this season, Cavs are ahead of the Nets right now. Say what you want. It's only by a game, or it's actually only by a half a game. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying (laughs) it happened. No one was expecting Cavs to even be above even the Bucks this season. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone expected them to be top top five, let alone alone three. (laughs) Let alone playoffs. Like, I I really thought they were going to be a rising team, but yet losing games yeah yeah here we are <laughs> <laughs> this season's already crazy the east is crazy honestly right oh, now yeah. right now it's like the east is in my opinion the most um competitive and dominating um side this season yeah but, it's definitely the most entertaining just because the talent and the the teams mm-hmm. that were playing the west you kind of just know like okay the, this team's here and they're gonna be here. yeah <laughs> well the, i mean the thing about the east they have more of the younger and now generational talent than what the West has. The West has a lot of grizzly veterans. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they're, the West is going to have teams that are really good because they have veterans on the squad. It's just you're seeing on the flip side of um, the young squads of or just the years that the East kind of, like, weren't taken serious – they actually have players to actually compete and now yeah. are, are are going past the Western Conference, Conference right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those young players are definitely stepping up and making them names for themselves, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Now, um, moving on from Cleveland, going on to the Chicago Bulls, I mean, they've got hit with injuries. I mean, overall in the NBA, every team got hit with COVID in Newberry. Yeah. But now it's starting to simmer down again. Now since everyone got it, it's gonna be a while till that type of outbreak happens again. Yeah. Because everyone got it. Yeah, literally almost <laughs> everybody got it. <laughs> yeah. So now we're seeing more of a injury type of um situations with the team. And Bulls got kinda of hit with a little injury bug the last I wanna say few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at their uh, their last ten games, they're three to seven. Right. But at the same time, look at the record; they're still they're still well, in the it's mix. Thirty and eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We so give some respect to Chicago Bulls. I'm still going to say it to this day. I didn't think they're going to be in this position. It's just this style the style of play that they have right now works, and yeah. you know I. I've seen bull games, but I've sat. Uh, this, uh, I want to say, a few days ago was the first time I sat down and watched a Bulls team from beginning to end. Yeah. And you see how efficient this team is. They let people play to their strengths. You know, throughout the whole yeah. game, like DeRozan, man, he he's definitely going to be 
in consideration for MVP. Right now, he's he's in my little top three list when it comes for MVP. Oh, for sure. You got to Top three. You know, we'll, we'll probably talk about the other twos later, but definitely top three. DeRozan, you know, and I was watching, because um, I think it was on um, um, TNT, yeah. And they're they're stating that DeRozan, you know, he has he has this that and the third, but he he's not the most efficient three point shooter. This this and that, you know, they're just talking about his strengths and weaknesses. It's just there's um, the key thing is what the Bulls are doing. They are allowing him to a forget the noise, forget what everyone says about you and other situations that put you in. Play to your weakness. Play your game. Everyone else will do the same and play around you. Yeah, and, don't play your games. Don't worry about it. Exactly. So, you know, he he's just balling out. And you, you see it on the court. Um, You see it with the other players. And now that Zach Levine, uh, Levine is back in the rotation as well, <sighs> Bulls are, Bulls are going to start training up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, they're getting a couple other players back. They still mm-hmm. got a couple out. That's going to be out for a couple more weeks. But. Yeah, Alonzo about to be out for probably another three to a month till yeah. he till he's back. And once they're a hundred percent, man. Yeah, and they'll be a hundred percent come playoffs, unless you know a major injury happened, which we don't hope. But I think I think a lot of teams are waiting for this All Star break. Yeah, I think so too. They need that little like. Mm-hmm. Break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another team that needs that is the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. They're number Desperately. one. Hey, they're number one, but they 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 miss they're missing a lot of components to that team too. Yeah, they're banged up right now. Super banged up. But I mean, we said it in the pod before. Spolsa, great head coach. Yeah, he'll 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 hold it down until. Yeah. And they're number they're number one. Like even if they drop a couple of games, you know, like they can still they're not, it's not going to put them out of position not to win that number one seat this year. You know, yeah. even if they drop the next couple of weeks to two or even three, they'll still by the end of the season be in the one to three mix. Mm-hmm. You um you're sticking by your pick because you, you said he are going to win number one seed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're still sticking by that. Yeah, 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 I got I got heat at one. So I, I I I'm a I'm agreeing with you. I I really think they'll they'll pull out and yeah, they just got a nice solid unit. <laughs> and like we said, they still haven't even pulled out all their 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 weapons. Yeah, like Oladipo, yeah. I don't think he has touched the court yet, right? Nope, has nope. not touched the court. Yet. Nope, Bam's Bam's out for probably a few more weeks. He'll be back. Yeah, like like you said, there there a lot of these teams are fiending for the All Star break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know Heat's Heat are definitely waiting because I bet you a lot of te- a lot of people are going to be coming back after the All Star yeah. break. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, Heat is another squad that you kind of look over overall. I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, why do people overlook them? They have fucking Jimmy Butler. We've seen the type of energy he brings to a whole team. Mm-hmm. We've seen mm-hmm. how they got to the finals last time. It's just um, this whole squad now has the He's aura. with that confidence, yeah. Mm-hmm, that you can take out Jimmy from a, from a few games, and they're still able to produce. So yeah. um, really the question for the Heat when it comes to the long-term plan for them is 
how long will they be able to keep this team together? Yeah. You know, because obviously everything has a time frame. Time no, frame. no players want more money. Players want you know different a different type of um, role on a team. All that yeah. type of things, and I get it, and I understand. But so that's where the question is: How long are we going to be able to enjoy this team that we have right here? Yeah, because I mean, when we go down to Nets, oh, that the same the same question is going to be asked, but it's already it's already ran out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that team already ran out of juice, and we did, and we haven't even got them for a full season. Not even a few. The, ju- the juice is already squeezed out of there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the top three teams are the top three shockers of the East right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, um, go ahead, Dougie. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, like I wanted, like it's hard to just give Cleveland it, but I want to say these top three teams are going to be the top three that are here for the East. Other than, like I said, maybe like Cleveland switches out for Milwaukee or Brooklyn, but yeah. I still think for sure Bulls and Miami are going to be one and two, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I think Cleveland eventually kind of you know fizzles down. I think. I think we Cleveland, said that like the last two I, pods, and here they are, three. Still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, like I thought, Cavs are like okay. I, 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 I don't know if they have the the firepower to kind of you know. If we hold come this back down. in two weeks in Cleveland's number one, two or two or one, and hey, I'm making them a championship. Fuck it, they're my championship. <laughs> I think I think they fall to four or five. They they seem like more of a four to five team. Yeah, I think what's all said and done, and we and we get towards playoff times. Mm-hmm. I think four or five too, which is still fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pat, pat these fucking guys in the back. They got Kevin yeah. Love to play again, <laughs> and he dropped. I think he dropped like twenty five or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they got a after last season. They're able to say, you know what, Kevin, we really need your leadership, and you're still valued to this team, even if you don't want to fucking play. Uh, and Kevin looked at the team and said, "You know what? Fuck it." <laughs> you know what? Hey, I, I apologize for my actions last season, where I was throwing the ball at you guys angrily and just started cussing you guys out. Huh. I was dealing with some problems. Now I feel better. And you know what? You guys I, look better. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I see a lot of potential here. And God damn it! Hey, veteran leadership. Good on him. Oh yeah, if they, if they can get if they can get love to at least produce the way he's been producing, they, they're going to be like I said, they, they're in the mix and they're going to stay in the mix. Yeah, as 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 long as their main pieces stay healthy, that that they'll, yeah. they'll definitely be here. Because I feel like once they lose a certain amount of pieces, like they're they're definitely yeah. Oh yeah, if, they, if any of their those major players we talked about go down, yeah, yeah they're they're definitely gonna Garland. Be. Garland's having a fantastic season without um, Sexton. Yeah. Um, Mobley and Allen. Like, it's just a good, it's just a good ensemble that they have there. Mm Because I look at Cleveland, they have a lot of great role players. I just didn't think they, all of them together, would create this type of success. Yeah, for real. They are like the, the Bulls 
but they're a little di- they're they're a little bit different with their role type of players. I feel like yeah. the role players needed more <laughs> development. The Chicago just they have development. It's just I don't know if their playing style would succeed. And yeah. both are, you know, showing showing the world that we're all wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got to talk about with these top three teams. For sure, for sure. Um, pivoting over, since we already talked about the Nets a little bit, we get back to you, Bucks. Don't trip, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Nets seem like they're losing that juice a little. I mean, it does have to do with injuries. It does have to do with this whole um, part-time um, Kyrie vaccine situation. Yeah, and it, and another part has to do with the lack of depth that they have mm-hmm. because the of the trading that they done and all the the money they spent on their top three players. And they can't get them all at the, on the floor at the same time. Right. I, I feel like since this Brooklyn Nets team became this team with those three heads, Durant, Kyrie, and Harden, I feel like they, even last year, they all three were struggling to get on the court together. <laughs> yeah. You know, you saw it in the playoffs. You saw it in the regular season, even before the trade happened. They When the, when that first trade happened that all th- or three of them were going to be together, I think they're on the court before the playoffs. Like, before they hit the playoffs, seven times. Seven right. th- like, seven, 13 times. And you're yeah. just like, what? That's, <laughs> that's no chemistry. And I don't care what type of person you are. I don't care if you guys are the best players in the world. Lack of chemistry brings lack of results. Right. That's That's... Point blank. Yeah, you could put a good amount of people. It'll work for a little bit, but it also will short circuit for a long bit. Yeah, and I only think they're five. I only think they're five seed and able to stay in the you know one through six seed because of just the talent they have. Exactly. Like, if they have the chemistry with the talent, I think they for sure be a top three team, probably one. But I think everyone agrees. Yeah, they just they can't stay healthy. They can't get all on the floor together. You know, the whole Kyrie, I'm here and not there issue. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a lot going on with this team that's really hindering them, honestly. It really is. And to be honest, probably the most consistent of the three is Kevin Durant because he shows that he's all business, you know? Yeah. But now, you know, he's out. He's out. So I think you'll see more of the flaws uh, on the forefront now. Mm-hmm. Because he was literally the he he was the structure of the whole team, yeah. And, and Kyrie and James Harden, as good as they were, they they honestly were providing the support for Kevin Durant. Yeah, Durant's the best player out of the three, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you take away the support now, you you leave most of the support on Harden and um, Kyrie with the team built around it. It's gonna fall. Yeah. And, you know, talent alone is going to only bring them in the playoffs. But um, if if they bring that same type of energy in the playoffs, it's a done deal. And Harden's going to free agency. Yeah, I don't I don't I, I personally I think this team works best with if 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 we get a full, you know, Kyrie's fully on the team, Kyrie, then I think this team honestly works best with just Katie and Kyrie. I think Harden's the. The the odd man out of that mm-hmm. situation, yeah. Personally, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's really just KD and whoever wants to be here, Kyrie or James Harden. 
It's yeah, really that. Um, if, if you're an owner, it's KD over everybody. Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, you're you're already hearing the rumors. You're already hearing people talk about it. James Harden wants out though. Yeah, it's already in motion. There's even talks about possible a trade happening before the deadline mm. because they're saying James Harden to Sixers. The Sixers, I thought Sixers hated them. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, but at the same time, it's like they need to have They'll be they, mad if they get them. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna be mad if they get them. At least they're getting a player that wants to play for them rather than a player that's making money sitting. Sitting on the bench like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. All of that. Man, we'll get hey, we'll get to the Sixers in a bit. Yeah, we'll get to the Sixers. Yeah, the but yeah, side. there's po- James Harden leaving that is probably ninety percent. Now, if he leaves before the trade line, that I don't know. That I, I don't, don't think he does, but I mean, if he does, I'd be wild. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Th- that 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 one's less likely, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Yeah, but. Uh, I I I've, I'm for sure knowing that he's gonna leave in the season because it wasn't it as expected. Like his yeah. Brooklyn, I don't even know if a chip would help him stay. Honestly, if they I, were somehow able to scrounge up a championship, <laughs> like I still don't even know if that. No, 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 no. They, I I think it's over, said and done. Because if they win a chip, they did their job. Yeah, but James Harden doesn't want to go through that shit again. Yeah. You know, because he is getting treated like the third man out of this situation. And I don't mm-hmm. think he likes that, especially mm-hmm. especially because he's coming to play, despite the scenarios that are happening, you know. Yeah. So, and that's what that's that's what he feels about it. Um, you know, he's not telling people to go get vaccinated, but at the same time, he's like, "Hey, man, we got a job to do." And if yeah. you can't if you can't hold your bargain of it, you know, it it doesn't want to make me stay. And I think mm-hmm. that's what it boils down to. It, you know. Hey, yeah. you can do what you want, but at the same time, hey, I came here to work and work with the, the X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and Z's here, but Y is X is injured. <laughs> yeah, but but the Y is where you at? What's yeah, going on? Some nut shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like you know, I'm like yeah, there's 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 points there's points. I don't try yeah. to hey, I don't try to defend Harden like that, but. But I mean, he got a couple points. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, he's risking his career doing this type of shit because this is—he's bouncing teams now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he—he he doesn't want to be looked at someone that's possibly ring chasing, but it's already in motion. So it's just not working for him. So I don't know. And for the other players in the Nets, you know, there's just a lot of. Um, Inconsistent play from all, all the rest of the depth. Yeah, you know, uh, really, the only one that really steps up, in my opinion, is Patty Mills. On a consistent yeah. on a consistent basis, it's really just Patty Mills. You know, there's some other players on there, but it's just really like inconsistent of who's um doing what they need to do on that team, and be- it's yeah. because they they risk so much into this whole exchange for James Harden. And getting Kyrie and KD to come to the Nets, yeah. so th- these are the the negative effects of 
these type of teams that don't work out like that. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, and it definitely shows you the difference of pull powers when it comes to KD and when it comes to LeBron. You know, this is the this is the full. Um, I guess how do I say it? It shows you the difference between how other players try to pull certain players to play for them compared to how LeBron does it. Yeah. Because LeBron has untouchable pool. People will say, ah, just give me the uh, veterans minimum to play, mm-hmm. just to play with LeBron. You know? Just to play with LeBron. Just, okay. just to play with LeBron. I don't know what chance he gives me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they, they, yeah, they know what type of player, James, um, not James Harden, LeBron James is. Mm-hmm. What he brings. Exactly. And, and what he produces. Not, I, I feel like, you know with Kevin Durant, but at the same time you still there's still a little bit more of a mystery. Yeah. When it comes to that. So I, I that's why I don't I feel like you don't get a lot of players taking the veterans minimum as much with Kevin Durant compared to um LeBron James. Because yeah, yeah you got Blake Griffin, but he hasn't been producing at all. But also <laughs> You know, he had his little run when he first got traded from Detroit to Nets. But uh, after that, they've already kind of put him on the back burner in a way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's already like, hey, just say mm-hmm. until we need your brother. See, <laughs> we, we, got, we got good, like, you could, they got veterans that could be good. Is there's a question mark on their status because of past injuries and things like that? They had, they had to take a chance for these veteran minimums. Um, with the Lakers, it's not so much a chance. It's just a matter of can you produce when you exactly. when you bring it when you bring in a certain type of veteran onto the squad. Same thing with Lamarcus Aldridge. He has, a, he's a very inconsistent player for the Nets right now. He's not consistently yeah. um, um, pulling in good stats. I would say that I would want him to pull in. Yeah, exactly. So I I think that's what. It, that's why the Nets' problem is they will be bounced in the first or second round. I think so, too. Okay. That, that's really what it's boiled down to. I feel like to, to to the point that we got right now in the season, Nets are looking like a team that they will get bounced in the first and second round. Yeah. I'm not I'm not hoping for a Bucks rematch because it's going to end so differently like compared to last year. Yeah, for sure. It'll, it'll be a 4-1 series. So, oh, me. so, I mean, we'll see by the more towards the end of the season, but how I feel about the Nets right now, they'll get 4-1 by um, Bucks. They'll get 4-2 by Sixers if they meet them. Probably 4-1 by any of the top four seeds right now. Easily. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I guess with that being said, we could pivot towards the Bucks now. Yeah, I mean... It's like the Bucks are playing exactly how they were playing last year. I feel. Last year, exactly. Consistent. <laughs> they got some injuries, but they have depth, you know. Bucks are that team that you know are going to be there at the end, but they're just not going to end the season, maybe top three or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> I, I, They seem like a team that's more geared towards series play. 
Yeah, like uh, as long as we're in, we'll see y'all there. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, we do want to rise up the ranks when it comes to seeding, but we don't win every game. It's all right because we win series, not just one-off games. Exactly. And yeah, right now, I, playing against the Bucks, I wouldn't want to play them in the four-game series. No, me neither. Or whatever, <laughs> seven, yeah, seven-game series because still got Giannis. You know, Holiday's still in the mix. Mm-hmm. They still got Middleton. It's like our crazy eyes. Yeah, they, they they're still a nasty team. Yeah, they still they still got the core of what won them the chip last year. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then so. playing again because I saw I that's the Chicago game I watched in full against the Bucks. That was yeah. a really that was a really good game. That was a really good game. Now yeah, the yeah. Bulls won it, but if Bulls and Bucks win in a four game series. I don't know, man. Yeah. I I I I I want to say Bucks might have the edge when it comes yeah. to when it comes to that, just because of their physicality on that on that squad. Yeah, yeah. Now they do have one player that's a little too physicality, but he's known to do dirty shit. Grayson Allen. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, hey, like, why does he constantly do like Draymond shit? Draymond shit, bro. But the thing is, he's done it since college. Yeah. And no one wants to say, you know what? Hey, we got to suspend you for like 10 games, 20 games. Yeah, at least, bro. For try real. To take out, try to take out my boy. Like, yeah, he, he took out Caruso. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I almost wanted to sock him. Yeah, because like I saw the I saw the foul. Okay. The first part. All right, cool, whatever. But what really fucked him, like fucked up Caruso, was when he reached with his other hand. It's like, okay, why'd you have to do that? Yeah. Why'd you have to reach with the other hand? You already did enough by doing one thing, and now you're doing the uh, the other motion. Yeah, to get this guy out of here. Yeah, come Fuck, on, bro. you fucking bozo. <laughs> you fucking bozo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I I've never been a, fa- a Grayson Allen fan, but. I mean, besides the point when it comes to the Bucks, they have depth. They got they got a squad. I was kind of hoping they kept Boogie around. Yeah, same. You know, he's on a ten day um, contract in Denver right now, which is cool. But I I was kind of hoping the Bucks, you know, stuck with Boogie. But I mean, it was more of a COVID situation and yeah. and a lack of centers happening. So that's why he was on the squad. But I mean. Bring Boogie back. I, 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 he's been playing good in his little ten day contract shits. Yeah, he's been real efficient. Mm-hmm. But I liked him better as a Buck, personally. Personally. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, the Bucks, defending champs. They're honestly playing really, really consistent. Um, I can't complain of what the Bucks are. We'll see you guys in the playoffs. Really. Yeah, that, that's how I feel about the Bucks. We're seeing the playoffs. Show me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, as for those 76ers, I don't know what's going on with them. Hey, M- hey, look at Embiid is my other MVP candidate. I, I think so too, just the way he's been composing himself and just holding it down for that team. <laughs> yeah, because he's really stepped up, you know, and I've always liked Embiid. When people were posing the question, Embiid Simmons, I've been an Embiid guide. I always knew he he has crazy amount of potential. It's just him developing and maturing 
is when we'll see like that tip that prime moment. He is now in his prime, I feel, because of how he tur- uh, matured and developed. Because yeah. this season probably matured him the most. He's always going to talk shit. Embiid is always going to talk shit. But there's a different poise now when it comes to um, um, leading the team now. He doesn't talk as much shit. It's controlled, I, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, sometimes he does get in the moment, which we all do. But at the same time, he's not instigating as much as he used to. He used to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. you know, he still does it because he, he likes the competitive nature of the game. But yeah. he seems... It's not- it's not like that. Uh, that like, um, okay, bro. Like you're just like causing havoc. Yeah, now. He, ain't, <laughs> he ain't he ain't obnoxious with it anymore. Yeah, and I think it has to do with this situation that is with Ben Simmons. Yeah, he kind of has to be a uh, mm-hmm. um the 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 rock of the team, so to say, the, yeah, the foundation he, with Simmons being the way he's being lately. Yeah, he like in the past, like I don't, I don't know, like seven to eight games. He's been putting up a lot of big ass numbers, like forty point games or fifty games. He had like five forty point games in a row, and then he yeah. also had the fifty point game. So he's doing what he can to really make this team a real contender. It's just you know, I I know he wants to just get this shit over with with Ben Simmons. He's like, just give me another player though. Just Bro, give me please. another just player. Give me somebody else that can rep. Yeah, because Tobi- Tobias Harris is getting criticized a lot this season because he hasn't been he hasn't been pulling doing that. Weight. Yeah, yeah, oh, pull, yeah, pulling his weight. He's more people are realizing he's a number three, not a number two. Yeah, I I I've been knew he wasn't a two. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think Embiid is just kind of hoping that he gets a number two type of player soon, or just a guard that could, you know, hold hold his own. Yeah, the only thing that sucks is I think with the way the way Simmons, we know the talent with Ben Simmons. I just think the way he's been acting and handling things, that makes it's just turning off other teams to being like, well, what do I need to give you a superstar for this fucking jabroni for you know? But that's why the trade talks crumble because they're like, this guy, this guy. And devalued himself because he's doing this, this, and that, and you still want me yeah. to give up three first round picks? Fuck you guys! Like we're yeah. not going to. Or do you it. want me to give up a superstar? Like yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean they could do super to superstar, but the the Sixers are asking still way too much for Ben Simmons. I think so too. I and, think Sixers need to lower a little. Yeah, and honestly, whoever's trying to make this deal, the the GM might be getting fired by next season. To be honest, yeah, because like. Team, look at teams want Ben Simmons. They just don't want to give up the type of talent yeah. for him. Like fucking Detroit was willing to give up like three quality players for Ben Simmons, and they still said no. And I think Bro, they even I think they even threw in like one draft pick, and they and and Sixers like, nah, you need to put in some more. Yeah, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, like they had players yeah, on that this team. Is, this isn't KD. <laughs> they had players on the team that could definitely help the Sixers right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but they didn't want him. I was like, "No, that's crazy." Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the Sixers are thinking. I don't know what they what what they're trying to do with Ben Simmons, but so many teams are declining these offers because the Sixers are counter offering with. 
Now you need to put in more. Now you need to put in more. Just because you wasted all these picks on Ben Simmons and all this time doesn't mean that you deserve the same. Sorry, yeah. I burped in a way. But <laughs> but that's that's the problem with the Sixers. They they they're reflecting on all the years that they wasted on Ben Simmons, basically, and they want to get that shit back. Like, nah, you can't. Sometimes you just gotta take the L, bro. Yeah, but the the bigger L is they're in position to do more if they just make a fucking trade. Yeah, if they just make it the fucking pull the trigger, yeah. bro. Like, hey, a, a player for player trade, honestly, too. And because the, this, this trade deadline's coming up, it, it's coming up. <laughs> Sixers, I don't know how long they'll be in this type of position because when the season ends, if depending on their um um what they exit the season with. Mm-hmm. Th- these are going to be big deals when it comes to free agency, whether people want to stay or go. And if and like I said, everything has a time frame. Yeah, and the and <clears throat> the, the the latest was the Kings were looking at him, and I just seen the Kings backed out. Yep. Kings believe that Kings believe the asking price for Stevens is, is too steep, and it's like, bro, if the Kings are saying no, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta change the price for this guy. <laughs> yeah, if you look at all the offers that teams have been giving to the Sixers and declining, you're going to be like, offers. <laughs> hey, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's giving me um, Lakers vibes when Magic was GM. Yeah. You know, it's like, some, okay, something's off of the GM. Like, right. I, I, I'm not seeing it. Gotta pull the trigger. You gotta pull the fucking trigger. It's, it's, it's dead weight. It's literal dead weight right now. Yeah, for sure. Um... With that being said, uh, if if Sixers don't pull the trigger by the deadline, they're stuck with Simmons. I think they're bounced first, second round. Sadly, yeah, and and it's not even any of the team's fault, really. I want to say, you know, because Embiid's really trying. He really wants to. He just needs more help, and if you're not going to pull the trigger, he's not going to get that. Yeah, because um, basically the front front. Um, the back the back court right now is um, underdeveloped. Mm-hmm, for sure, he's, uh, he's it's not where he 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 wants it for a playoff run. Like if that if that Blazer trade um, came through, if it ever did, like if McCollum or Lillard came on the Sixers, definitely changes everything when it comes to how I see them ending in the playoffs, but. Until then, I, I I think that what the what they lack is their backcourt, and it's gonna struggle uh, when when playoffs do come. Yep. So eh, it sucks, but and be definitely a MVP candidate in my eyes. Well, yeah, for sure he is. He mm-hmm. is. He's, he's in my top three right now. Tough out, tough out, tough out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to kind of wrap up this. East before we switch over to the West. Um we'll run through these seven through eight teams. So who's those top one through six, those are the guys who are who we all agree are gonna be one through six at the end of the East. Um these other teams we have Hornets seven, Celtics eight, Toronto nine, Washington ten, and then we have Atlanta and New York kinda lingering yeah, outside th- the bubble. Yeah, they they those three could be the ten at any point. Yeah, um, I think Hornets for sure make playoffs. I think they stay in that seven to eight seed. Ah, it's 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 looking like they're staying there. 
Yeah, I want to say maybe they can slip up to the six, but I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I just think everyone in that one through six category is just way too good to fall. Yeah, it's like a, like I said at the beginning of the episode. There's a lot of talent here, so it's hard to really say because they're in all these teams are in great position if you look at their record, but the wiggle room is is very thin, and I just right. don't see the Hornets. You know. I mean, one week when we do a recap, they might be at four one week, but then they'll go right back down to seven. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I think that's what, what the horns are right now. But at the same time, you know, it's a good spot for them. Their record is, yeah. is still good. Um, the talent on that squad is great. They have a mixture of, of young and old on this team, which is good. Yeah, they're exciting to watch. They're, fun. they're yeah. a fun team to watch for sure. Yeah. You know, when they're a hundred percent, they are definitely a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Right. They can they can possibly catch someone slipping. Exactly. I don't think they'll go far, but maybe they can catch someone slipping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if a team didn't come correct to play against them, or a team gets hit with injuries in the, right before playoffs, net, mm-hmm. Nets will catch them because they yeah. the thing about them they catch heat. Catch heat, and I'm not saying they might even win the series, but they they'll take you seven possibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're they're a team that wants to uh, outshoot you. Yeah, for you sure. Know? So if you just if you could prevent them from getting streaky, then you you win against this team. But yeah. I mean, once they're on, man, you can't stop them. Mm-hmm. Once Miles Bridges and Lonzo uh, Lamelo are on, pff, crazy. Yeah. They they got out of those. Man. Oh, no, no, man. I'm just like, man, they they, they got they're, they're just deep. Yeah, yeah, no, they're deep for show. Like <laughs> deeper than people give them credit for. And I I think this team after this season, the offseason, would benefit from a bona fide suit. They got stars on the team, but they need a bona fide superstar just to kind of give it that cherry on top, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know who or where they get it from, but you know. Yeah, I mean a lot of people <laughs> will say Lamel's already that bona fide superstar. I mean, he is. But, he is. But just, I know. I get me, what you to mean. To be a bona fide superstar, you got to show me something playoffs. Like to me, I, that that's what shows. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like you want someone that's already has um, the the recognition already. Yeah, as that one of those those guys. Like a like a, I'm not saying like obviously this wouldn't happen, but I'm saying like something like a like an Embiid, you know, like that kind of like superstar mm-hmm. talent where it's like okay, I know what this guy's giving me every night. So, like, yeah, even if like a Jimmy Butler type or a Butler, yeah, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just a dog, a straight dog. They would benefit. Oh, they would. Oh, if they got Butler. Hey, that that would be a crazy ass team. <laughs> that would be a nice team. Hey, a nice hey, team. hey, the the Hornets would be like a pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for the eight through ten, you know, Celtics, Toronto, Washington, I just kind of feel the same about those three teams. Like, oh yeah, they'll they'll be in the plane, but they ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> yeah, my my hey, my opinion for Celtics is very much has been the whole season. Yeah, you garbage kid. <laughs> <laughs> they have moments, but they also have bad moments. Like, the bad moments just seem to be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the other day, like, oh, Jason Tatum scored 50. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. But he hasn't been consistently doing that this whole season. You know, That's the thing about Tatum. That's what I don't like about Tatum. Is he'll go out there and drop 50 one night and then the next couple nights not do shit. And then mm-hmm. like a week later have another good game. Like, bro, I, that's not. I, I, think the, I think the chemistry is just kind of like I'm fizzling out, I feel, in my eyes. 
the chemistry ain't there no more. There needs to be a different change. I wanted to say full rebuild, but um, some some of the personnel and um, some of the players just need to have a a shift. I feel maybe a, a big trade might happen. I mean, we've yeah, been talking about blow up the team, but some moves need to happen. Exactly because this this identity right now, what they've been the last few years, it's already sailed its course. I don't think a revive will be worth it. No, because it, I don't think it works now. Yeah, same. So, yeah, with this Celtics team, I'm not excited for. I'm not excited for them unless a big change happens. They're an eight seed. They're a nine seed. That's what I think this season with the Celtics. Well, totally agree. Um, for Toronto, um, they have interesting talent on that team. Um, I I want to say they're still in the. How do you call it? It's it's not a rebuild. I wouldn't say it's a rebuild. It's a remodel. I feel. Yeah, they're remodel. more of a remodel. They got the foundation there. They're just working out a lot of the kinks when it comes yeah, exactly. to Toronto because they still got um, Siakam, Van Vliet. They added a few personnel moves in there after losing Cal Lowry. So it's really just an adjustment period for them. And yeah. the fact that they're able to. Um, make the play-in tournament, that's good for them. It's good morale boost. Do they do anything with it? No. Nah. They do more things in the off-season, I feel. And um, I, I like where they're going. I just don't think um, them they will do too much later. No, I agree. Um, yeah. Um, other than that... I don't think there's really much left about the East that's interesting to talk about unless you want to Wizards just... hey Wizards they're getting out. I they're, yeah. they're, they're 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 tumbling as much as possible. Yeah, we knew they would. <laughs> you know, they might have one game of heroics or just great play then Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That. But when it comes down to Atlanta Hawks and the Knicks, like I mean Hawks will get in. I, I know Hawks will get in. You think They'll Hawks get in? in? They'll sneak their way in. Just a lot of inconsistency there. Yeah, really. And, and I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised. I mean, I made a pretty early t- hot take where I didn't see them making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I still kind of feel that way. I really do. I, mean, I don't blame you. They're just, they're, like you said, they're just not consistent mm-hmm. enough to... You know, they're just a they're a team that has to be streaky, yeah. and, and during their losing streak, they got to nip in the butt quick, mm-hmm. because they, they're a team that relies on their shooting more than anything. Well, yeah. So well, I, I mean, those are the pros and cons of having that type of team, and um, yeah, I I mean they they're they're a few pieces away still from actually being a really good um, contender, but. The team yeah. as, as it is right now, it's like they're missing pieces. They just don't know how to go about it, I feel. Yeah, exactly. But um, as for the Knicks, they're, yeah. much, they're much of the same, you know, just underperforming on uh, um, in the fans' mindset right now. Um, a lot lackluster. I don't know if... It's it's looking like their little run last year was more of a, I wouldn't call it a fluke. It's just they played their best basketball 
on. Yeah, they were just players were just having their best seasons mm-hmm. at that moment. You and, know? and now that their high kind of went down, this is this is the product that that it's what it is. You know. Yeah, this is what you got. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if you if you want to be honest about it, the talent that the Knicks have is not as great as some of the talents above. Mm-hmm. And last year they just were able to get out some wins. This season yeah. they're just not able to get out those wins, and there they not are. At all. Yeah. So it's really just the lack. I guess you could say the lack of star power compared to other teams. Why the Knicks are in this position? Mm-hmm. But um, not really t- much to talk about the other team, other than I'm gonna shout out Cade one time, number one pick. Put some respect in his name. Kids ball. Hey, kids balling out on the Pistons. I know we're the Pistons, but um, show some hype for the man. It's not like he's a bum out there. No, no, he's out there. You know, putting in his work for sure. Yeah, because that was it. Um, I saw some clips on Twitter. You know, um, the Detroit um, Denver game, and they're only showing Denver highlights. Yeah, and Cade had a crazy stat line that um, the last person to do it was Michael Jordan and no recognition towards that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 no recognition until Candace Par- Parker t- talked about it. And I was yeah. like, thank you. Thank you. I was like, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I was withering in the shadows for too long. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than, other than that, yeah, Pistons, but Cade, hey, yeah. I like, you're going to be nice. I like what you bring to the table. And this, it, honestly, my expectations are fulfilled with Cade. He's not nice. a bust, thank God. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got for the Pistons. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's make our way over to the west side of things. Ooh, the Wild West. Um, Like we said, we kind of know who's who in this west side. Um, mm-hmm. We got Suns at one. Mm-hmm. Golden State two, Grizzlies three, Utah four, Mavs five, and then Nuggets six to round out those top mm-hmm. six who aren't in the playing. Yeah. Um Suns, Warriors, we both agree they're gonna be one and two at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna be which. I'm kind of starting to slowly pivot more towards the Suns staying in that one spot by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean li- uh, even though the Suns really didn't upgrade last season. They stuck with the same team, though. Yeah, they kept the team that worked. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, the the thing that doesn't get measured, chemistry, matters. Having Chris Paul for a second season in a row matters. So I, I think this, this team gotten better just because of chemistry. Yeah. And it, and the last 15 games are 13 and 2. Like, they're yeah. on a nine game winning streak right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, like, that shows you right there. Chemistry is such a big deal when it comes to mm-hmm. teams and just retaining as much players as possible because they know certain teams only last a time frame. That's the theme yeah. of this episode time frame. But sons are really saying, you know what? Since we have this opportunity to probably run the tables again, let's take it. Let's, let, let's really go with it. I, we saw no flaws. Yes. There is pros, pros and cons to, to our team, but let's worry about the pros more than our cons. Let's prevent the yeah. cons, but go along with the pros. And th- th- 39 and 9 is the results of that. 
Well, I think the best team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Best team in the NBA. Probably, I feel like the best coach in the NBA. Right, he he's doing his shit. Yeah, there. He, he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, I always liked Monty Williams when he was um like a assistant for other teams because he's bounced yeah. around as assistant, and um you know it, it shows in that team. A lot of people respect him, and um and I really think that plays into the whole DeAndre Ayton situation. Even though he didn't get his extension, I think the vibes that the head coach gives and the 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 opportunity of possibly gain a championship you know rather than hold out he's like you know what i'm gonna play play on this contract and hopefully by next season this shit gets settled out yeah it sounds like he likes being here and he's okay with you know maybe i didn't get my contract but hey i'm back and i'm and i'm you know the whole business thing is true but also you gotta love where you work at and he loves working for the Suns. yeah so you know (laughs) I think in any other situation, you know, a lot of people would not play because they didn't get their contract. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to be patient. Sometimes certain people have to get their contract first before you get your contract. Yeah. But he deserves he, a contract. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, even even Monty Williams said that he deserves a contract. Is just, you know, it's a situation that he can't control. Cause yeah. he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't giving out the deals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Exactly. So I mean, hopefully that that by the off season they keep him because I like Aiton as a son. Yeah, I think if if they go back to the championship and possibly win it, he'll definitely stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like this team together. I think if they win, Chris Paul. If they win, do you think Chris Paul rides in the sunset or says fuck it one more? Mm, I think the way that I think it all depends on the way they win. Like if it's a struggle all the way to the end and they win it, I think you might ride off in the Suns. But if they <laughs> they kind of like do what they did last year, where they're kind of like running through teams, I think you might say fuck it one more. Yeah. Like if they if if they if they're willing to keep the the team they have together, then I think you might say fuck it one more. Yeah, because I mean the way that Chris Paul's plays, you know, I know he he gets a lot of he gets dinged up pretty bad. At the same time, he he has a play style that can avoid injuries. Yeah, and when he does get dinged up, it's never nothing like like a season injury, in, ending injury, or something major. It's just like little things here. And yeah, there. yeah, it's lingering. But I mean, yeah. everyone has lingering in, in injuries throughout the season. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it really it really does play into you know how they finish. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, as for these Warriors. Um. Well, I think it's gonna come down to Suns and Warriors in the in the West. Yeah, I mean, they're they're war- they're warming up Clay now. He's got a few games under his belt. It's really mm-hmm. just getting back him. They're really just focused on him getting back to his mojo again, back to form. Yeah. And the thing is, the few the few times that he's out there, and I've seen, there's times that he he shows it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is scary. This is fucking scary. Yep. Man. And once he's back to form, it's true. <laughs> and it, it's just it's crazy because Steph, ha- Steph hasn't been playing very good shooting-wise lately. But yeah, Steph's been cold, for he, sure. Mm-hmm. And they're still winning games. I was going to say, and that's fine with the team they have. Like, mm-hmm. hey, get your cold out now and start mm-hmm. heating back up towards after All-Star, towards playoffs. because. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, still got Wiggins who got named a All Star starter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they still got Pool. You know, they still got um, Draymond Green has been injured too, so he hasn't been on the board uh, on on the floor lately. Yeah. So they got Looney there. Fucking. They got Payton Gary Payton the second. Yeah. The unsung hero of the Warriors right now. Really, the unsung hero. Man, they they you, they got a lot of depth. Yeah, a lot of that, and they're still winning, you know. And then they're, and they're missing key veterans, like you said, Draymond out, mm-hmm. Iggy out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, do we credit Steve Kerr? Because a lot of people don't like to give Steve Kerr credit because he was like inherited a team or look at the type of players that he's got. Like, yeah, when, but see, I, I, the thing about the war with the Warriors is, it's not like when they got Curry and Clay, like they were already good. Like those were draft players that they mm-hmm. just. No, they that they develop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I want to start giving some credit to Kerr because, like, yeah, you've been you've had your three main players, but his job has been also developing the supporting cast. Yeah, and he's doing a great job of that. No, he deserves his flowers for sure. Yeah, because he's developing a supporting cast that caters to the three players. So. Yeah, no. You start seeing once certain players aren't playing bad or just out because of injuries, they step up, they do their thing. They're thirty six and thirteen now because of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I you know I think the Steve Kerr slander needs to come down a bit. It needs to chill for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people were assaulted because he basically took Mark Jackson's team. That's the the old saying, and you know, won championship with them. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people's salt for curse still come from. Is it's just Mark Jackson's team, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, <laughs> Curry can't control what happens at that part. <laughs> Not just that. I'm like, hey, Mark Jackson couldn't do it. Steve Kerr yeah. did. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, let's be real about it. You know, that's that's what happened. And look at them. They're still competing for mm-hmm. top seeds. Top seeds. You know, so... I, I yeah, the Golden State Warriors are going to be playing the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, no, it's going to be between Suns and mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix for sure. I think they both, like I said, stay in this one or two. They, de- they deserve the prediction. They deserve this prediction. Oh yeah, for sure, both teams do. But if there's a team that could fuck it all up, it would be the Grizzlies. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it would be the Grizzlies. Hey man, the Grizz are on a different level right now. Like, <laughs> and that brings they, me to number three. I just think they're just they're just that team. That team is just feeding off the John Morant like, yeah, hype and play. He, like he is number three on my MVP list. I love it. I told y'all. <laughs> I really. I, I hey you 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 gotta say those are your top three for Ro- the Rosen and Bede. And John Morant, because the thing is, sometimes MVP is not about stats compared to yeah. it's not stat comparing. It's the energy. It's the it's the everything you bring to a team. Because yeah. to, to be honest, it's easy to put LeBron James and make him win every MVP every yeah, year. Easy, easy, yeah. easy. <laughs> and understandable. Correct, understandable. You could because the stats say it all. Yeah, but at times, totally. <laughs> but at the same time, at times like this, where you see their record, and just like, the yeah, over- you got the stats, but what are those stats doing for the team? Uh-huh. Not, is it providing enough to pick up and help this team? 
that's that's when you start coming that starts coming into play. Yeah. Because there's too many times where people are like, How did this person win MVP? Yada yada yada, snarf, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know? You even see it in fucking all star voting. How did how did Andrew Wiggins get in when you have XYZ? And it's like, bro, like I get it. Stats and all like this, but Andrew Wiggins has been playing a hell of a hell of a season. Yeah, he has. He really has. You know, like you can't front him. Now, starter, you know, if you ask me personally, do I think so? No. But at the same time, I ain't mad at him being in the All-Star. Yeah. Like, I'm not hurt like other people are. You yeah, know, I exactly. Think I, you know, he deserves, he put in a lot of hard work for that shit. No, no, he's been repping this season. He, mm-hmm. just, he definitely deserves, you know, his spot where, his spot for sure. Like, And the same thing, like- same thing with Ja. Ja, ja made his All-Star um, two this year. Yeah. Deserves every fucking bit of it. Now people are every probably bit. gonna stat compare and say, "Well, this person had this stat." I'm like, but understand what he's doing to the Grizzlies, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, you could kind of measure because what the team's doing, but there's the unmeasurable, the aura, the, uh, the aura, the, the aura that oozes out this man, very much like Jimmy Butler aura oozes onto Miami. John Morant does to the Grizzlies. It's a new era of Grizzly basketball, and he's bringing it to them. And I love it. I know you love it, Dougie. You've been talking about John Morant for years since he's been in the league. Mm -hmm. You know, but you said MVP last year. I didn't agree. But I will agree this year, MVP season. Yeah, he's he's deserving of it. Yeah, it, it really, like... You definitely could tell in the two different seasons the last year, this season, the development, the maturity, the intensity, just the willing to pl- compete in basketball this man brings to the table. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I love it, too. I love it. It's great. And uh, it's a different it's a different, you know, shakeup in the NBA right now, I feel when it comes to. The oh, yeah. When you look at it, it's almost it's I wouldn't say as surprising as Cleveland, but it, when you look at the standings and you see Grizzlies at three, you're kind of like, oh, okay, uh, I guess. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you you haven't seen the Grizzlies in that position in a very long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so, like, it is a refreshing take. I agree. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, I think Grizzlies would definitely make a, a little run. Like I said, I still think it's Phoenix and Golden State at the end of it mm-hmm. fighting for the championship. But uh, Grizzlies will at least give one of those two teams at least a, a, a series. You know? yeah, I don't yeah. think they go down 4-1 or nothing like that. If they get sweeped, I would be mad. Yeah, I'll be real at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's just me. But, you know, Grizzlies have good depth on their team. I like Jackson on that squad. I like Clark on that squad. Like, like little names. Whether you know, certain players make make a little like differences. You know, mm-hmm. and they don't get the right recognition. No, no doubt, no doubt. You know, and but that's what I love about this Grizzlies team because, you know, honestly, the Grizzlies have always been kind of like that, just the back burner type of team, and they're like, uh, you know, who are these guys type of you know situations. Yeah. But you know, I I like Jackson. Bane's also a great one. So, um, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of potential on this squad to um, 
make some noise. Make some fucking noise. So yeah. Um, As for the four, five, six, Loki feel the same almost about all these teams. Utah Jazz in the four right now. There's still to me one of those teams where it's like, yeah, I know you're gonna make the playoffs, but what are you gonna do? It's (laughs) no, it's funny because like this is the most like this is the first time in a while that I've seen Utah in their proper position. When, yeah, it, when right. it comes to standing and when it comes to their record. Because in past seasons before, you're just like, fucking Utah Jazz, number one seed? Yeah. And you're like, what uh-huh. the fuck? Oh, they have only lost seven times? This ain't yeah. right. And you're like, this ain't right. This ain't right. Yeah, something's not going on. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, no, this is perfect for Utah right yeah. now. This is exactly where their record is. It's just, you know, sum it up again. With Utah, if you're catching on or not, Utah is a regular season team. They're not a playoff team. No. They At least they haven't showed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really win series like that. They're not. No, uh, they're not built to win series. So that's why they falter in the playoffs. So expect the first or second round exit from them. Same thing with the Dallas Mavericks because they are lacking. Some yeah, man, oh, they're they're the they're the biggest disappointment for me this year. I had them conference finals, and now yeah, I have them. It, it, I don't have them winning the first round. Yeah, it's really just you know the lack of pieces for um, Luca and Kristaps. But even then, Kristaps is kind of a disappointment as well. Yeah, so they need to be active in this trade this trade deadline to be considered a contender. To change my mind sure. because, yeah, we did predict them a Western Conference Finals at least. Now, yeah. not so much. Um, yeah. They they, they kind of screw that chance at this point. So a trade needs to happen for them to get over that hump, I feel. Yeah, I think so too. As for the Nuggets, it's much of the same here too where they are missing – um, Murray. Yeah, and it shows. Mm-hmm. It shows. But, I mean, Joker's still going to produce great stats. Um, yeah, Joker's still going to be Joker. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. The great players are still going to be the great players, but it's just Joker style and position he plays, I don't think he can solely carry yeah. his, like, his team to greatness, you know? And it's funny, though, too, because he he's a triple-double machine. It's just... It doesn't. It doesn't help as much as you want it to. The pieces that he has around doesn't help. I feel. Yeah, it's not him. We're it's like we talk with football. It's the Peyton Manning situation mm-hmm. where, like, when when the, when Nuggets take the L, we're not looking at Joker. Joker like, no. you know, we got all the pieces around that shit. Yeah. So I mean, that's really it with the Denver Nuggets. I'm not expecting much more and much left. They're just hanging around at this point. Hanging around, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all right, we'll go to these play-in teams, right, real quick. So seven, we have your L.A. Clippers. Um, eight, the Timberwolves. Nine, the Lakers, and then ten, Portland Trailblazers. Um, Clippers, they've been. Doing this weird thing lately where they like to go down by a lot and then have these like comeback magical moments. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came. Back, they, they came back against the Wizards. They should have not won that game. 
Fuck no. <laughs> what was it? Who fucked up the, the last seconds? Was it was it Kuzma that fucked up? Yeah, it was that fucking Fashion over Fastinista. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how how did you guys com- basically almost commit two five second out of bounds penalties in a row? That timeout Whoa. helped them in that first one. The yeah. second one, I'm like, how did you do that again? Basically, again. <laughs> just throw it. Like, come on. They don't, they don't have Kawhi or Paul George. What's the struggle? Exactly. <laughs> you had Reggie Jackson carrying, which by all means. God bless Reggie Jackson. He deserves every bit of his career getting researched by, you know, coming onto the the Clippers. But yeah. you got Reggie Jackson carrying this team of uh, misfits right now. Literally carrying. <laughs> you know? I, uh, and then you had fucking Luke Kennard. Seven, po- seven points in the last ten seconds. Nine seconds. Yeah. And you fouled him for the win. Fouled him. You Why? fouled him for, you, you. You could have just let him shoot and go to overtime. No, you had to foul him and say, "Nah, we want to give you the win with the bow on it." Nice little bow dub. on it. You guys need this dub here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, you know what? Give it to the Clippers of doing it with the lack of star power on their team. Mm-hmm. But um, question: the bigger question is not when Paul George comes back. Do we see Kawhi coming back? Um, I said it at the beginning of the season. I still feel it all depends. Like if towards where he's ready to maybe come back, depends on where the Clippers are at and how they look. As of right now, they are that seven seed and they're only, I think, two games back from being able to, two and a half from being able to like maybe, I don't know, maybe more than two. I don't know, but they're still lingering, maybe can make the six. So I think in the the position they're in right now, I think maybe Kawhi might want to come back, but I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's hard for me to tell, to be honest. I say no. I, yeah, I, and and kind of thinking about the way Kawhi is, and maybe yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say no, and I think it it's just more on the. I realize how much I gotta put in to come back on this team for us to. True, like I gotta be that guy. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know, he, he might be more of skeptical of uh, I, might, I might hurt myself if I try to jump in too early. Yeah. And then also I think too, you gotta look at like yeah, I think now that I think about it more, I think I agree with you, he doesn't because you gotta think about when you look at the other teams too, like even if I come back at ninety percent, and I have to be the full fledged on that team. Can I? Can we beat the Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies? Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I I have to break my rust against either the Suns, yeah, or the fucking Warriors. <laughs> I, have I don't want to do that. <laughs> I have to break my rust in the playoffs. In the playoffs against, against the Suns, a contender, <laughs> or the Warriors. Yeah, come back next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree now looking at it like that. Uh, and all it takes is, is Paul George to be like, oh, we taking it this year. Kawhi's like, nope, nope. No, no. <laughs> I'm yep, sitting my ass back down. Definitely sitting my ass back down. <laughs> I'm not coming back for losses on this man. Huh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Show us playoff P. <laughs> Um, <laughs> after Minnesota, they'll they'll linger. They'll stay in this spot. They're an interesting lineup. They really are. <laughs> they really are. And I, the thing is, I love it. 
but you could definitely tell they're not at full potential yet. No. Like, there's there's a lot of growing that needs to happen with this lineup. Yeah, like I said, Minnesota to me is a team that's a year or two away from being where like the Grizzlies are to where we're like, okay, this team yeah. is something now. Yeah, and I think by um, next season, they'll be able to pull at least like two decent free agent signings to help them out, and that's where they go over the hump. Yeah, I think with the roster they got and the talent they have, I, I do think it is more luring, luring for these yeah. like, high commodity players. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> they're, they're starting five. Really, one is disposable, and that's Beverly. Yeah. All the rest of them, I'm like, all right, I, li- I like these four guys. I definitely like these four guys in the lineup together. They just need that one extra piece. Be solid. Solid be, starting five. And then just a, a few, like one or two depth players, I, I want to say. And yeah, they, they'll get they'll get themselves a squad. But this season, I think it's more of a consistency issue for them. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll be I think they do win looking at the teams that are down here other than the fucking stupid Lakers. Um, I'm a Lakers fan, by the way, so I can talk shit. But... <laughs> Other than them, I think they do win the play. They they get in the play in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they do. Bounce first round possibly, but they get in. Yeah, exactly. I I agree. I agree. Uh, as for these Los Angeles bitches, <laughs> uh, go in, Dougie. Sons, you motherfucker, you motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, hey, at least they got AD back. Yeah, we got AD back, bright spot. Um, it's just it's the same thing we've been talking about from the beginning. It's just that chemistry is lacking hard. You know, it doesn't help that Westbrook can be Brick City one night <laughs> and great the next. But yeah, I just think um, I, like uh, I, in the beginning of the season, I was blaming it on coaching rotation, but I'm kind of like starting to lean towards like some of these players need to start stepping up. Like, bro, we Bronny, like you know, I, I got nothing to say about Bron. Bron holds his weight, you know. Yeah. The AD, you got to. I know you just came back, so I'm not holding you too much. But AD, you got to step up, Russ. You, I think Russ just needs to play more point guard and less shooter. Like, so. I think you're at you're at the point where this is the fucking coach we got, so it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but at the same time, you're like, if we get a different coach, what what is going to change? Exactly. What, you know, what can he do with this roster that's really going to change? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think eventually it does come down to the players. Mm-hmm. I agree. AD has to step up because now once AD gets – I wouldn't say a full week of playing in the real assessment of the Lakers start starts going again. Starts going again because yeah. now you have AD, you have Westbrook, you have James, and then you have the rest of the squad. Yeah, and if they're still playing like dog water, they got uh, real problems. <laughs> you, you you got a real problem because if they start winning and getting on the streak, okay, maybe it was just you know the first half of the season. You know, you start thinking like yeah. that, but. If they continue to play, uh, they, they there's underperforming with the talent that they have. 
there's there's a real issue with with the chemistry of the players. Yeah, it's, something. It's not right. They don't have the right players in, and change needs to happen. I think the players themselves are starting to f- feel that way. Like, okay, we're getting the full squad back. Like, let's let's try to turn the ship around. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them being nine at the end of it. But then again, I don't see them being three or four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I see them lingering at that seven six spot. You know, which sucks to say. Mm-hmm. But um, I do. I do feel second half will have a better second half. I don't know how much better. Y'all need to have a better second half. Oh, we need. <laughs> yeah, but we're lingering at the nine. Like, <laughs> I, I think. I think. It does kind of fall a little bit more on Westbrook as well. Like, of course, AD has to play because he has to play his position, a power yeah. forward or a center. He really does. Yeah. And they need they need some type of physicality from him consistently. Not a game, Consistent. not yeah. two games in a row, consistently. Like, you got to keep on playing, like, physical ball. And that's what mm-hmm. Lakers honestly need. They need some type of physical enforcer. LeBron can't do that every night. He tried yeah, his anymore. hey, he tried his best being the five as much as possible. Yeah. But now that AD's back, he needs to carry his own. And if yeah, he, no, the point the point to me of getting A D was hey, LeBron's the guy, but we're slowly giving you the key so LeBron can have to do less, you know, and it's still LeBron's having to do more. The, yeah, the, like, <laughs> the fact that LeBron still has the keys is pretty much upsetting. Yeah, it's like, bro, um, why you still got those? <laughs> yeah, yeah. AD's like, nah, it's yours, fam. Like, no, I was supposed to give them to you. Uh, yeah, no, nah, you good, fam, right out of the sun. No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you drive me in the sun, brother. <laughs> yeah. We're just, hey, hey, we're carpooling. I want to go in the passenger seat now. And, you know, yeah. Why am I still the driver? I thought you liked driving. No. I've been driving for eight hours, bro. <laughs> I, I've been driving for too long. I need a rest. And that's that's what's happening. That's exactly yeah. that interaction is happening. Yes, and AD needs to understand. Like, yes, take the keys, bro. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. But like I said, we'll see. I do expect us to have a better second half, but I don't know. And when it comes to Westbrook, <laughs> we get it. You have a certain play style, and you know all I know how to play is this, this, that, and the third. Cool, great. But you know what? Great players do. They adapt. Adjust. They adapt. adapt. Yeah. You know, we get that you used to do X, Y, and the third, and produce, and this is your play style. But if you really are a great player, you would adjust and adapt to your surroundings, and yeah. and show glimpses of your play style when it's needed, but also be the team player of providing what's needed for the team. Yeah, and, and you in Westbrook comes from a lot of teams where it's like you know he had to do a lot exactly. More. That was asked for him. You're on a team now where you don't have to do that much, bro. You, know? you got Bronny, AD, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Malik Monk has been the bright spot of this whole yeah, team. Yeah, like, and I've always loved that signing for the Lakers. I've always liked Malik Monk yeah, because I knew, I, nice. I knew I'm like, hey, bro, if you guys give this man more time, I want to call this like one of the, like top top five pickups for the Lakers. I feel oh, yeah, because sure. like, no, I, agree. I, I, I love that pick because it fit the need of the Lakers. Exactly. You know, like I, I love when teams pick up perfectly for their 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 needs, not their wants, their needs. Yeah. And that's why I really like that monk pick a lot because that was definite need in the off season. 
But as for Rust, um, he needs to step back from his yeah. play style. And I get it. You know, used to play like this a certain way, but you, you need to adapt and put your energy somewhere else. Rather yeah, I understand than you're on a team that you don't need to play the way you've mm-hmm. been playing. Exactly, because it, all it's doing is hurting your team with mm-hmm. your fucking brick sh- shooting. Yeah. You know, because let's, let's be honest. If you only shot the <laughs> shot like seven times in a game, that's fine. Give that's it fine. T- I'm okay. As long <laughs> as other people are producing those points that you are trying for, that's a yeah. win in my eyes. Yeah, how, you're a great you're a great facilitator. Exactly. <laughs> if you you get triple doubles all the time. Just let the assist go up a little bit more. Yeah. That that's simple, you know? That's simple. But yeah, but, I, it, he really just needs to change his style. Be less selfish. Yeah. Because he's selfish because he wants to stick to his own style and not really adapt to the team mindset. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is, and you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not n- n- negating his talent. His the talent is there. It's just, For sure. you know, at some point, a player needs to realize, okay, I only need to bring out these certain strengths for this team, but I don't need to mm-hmm. bring this other um type of asset I bring to the table. You learn how to play with the team you're dealt with, you know, and if a team that's able to short. Um, score in different ways I don't have to take as many shots like that or maybe I can rely on someone else to take those type of shots that you know at times I have it at times I don't I'm not telling him not to shoot it's just his volume shooting is um terrible terrible you know I don't I don't terrible. care I don't care that he's one for seven but I do care when he's one for 20 yeah I don't care if you want for seven bro sure. cool cool but mm-hmm. once you start going one in the teens yeah <laughs> or you're like four four out of twenty two yeah you know you could you could have gave those shots somewhere else to someone else who's gonna hit them you know <laughs> that that that's what i'm trying to that's what I'm trying to say I'm no, not I saying, totally get you, you know because you kinda kinda gotta understand that at a some at some point that you got the support of other players to do that for you. You can't be still chucking up shots like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're you bring your efficiency down so much lower, mm-hmm. but then you say, "Well, I, my stats are here." I'm like, "Yeah, we're we're looking at your play rather than your stats." Exactly. But if you want to look at your stats, it's like, cool, you scored 26 points, but guess how many? What your percentage was? Shot 15 percent from the field. Look mm-hmm. at all that work you had to do just to muster up those points. Exactly. You know, so that's what the Lakers need to get done ad needs to step up russ needs to step down (laughs) (laughs) change change the directory that's it that's it and they they could be a team but this is what my prediction the lakers was was is the chemistry is going to be too funky yeah that's what it's been big personalities i want to say um but yeah, so that's the Lakers. This is what we need right now. Like I said, we'll bounce up a little more, a couple slots, I think, by the end of it. Um, after that 10 seed, we have the Trailblazers. Um, CJ McCollum came back. That's yeah. good. Um, they'll stay the 10, honestly, t- to me. Yeah. I, I mean, as long as CJ doesn't get um, lost to injury again, they'll stay yeah. there. 
I'll stay tuned. Because uh, Lillard's going to be out for still a while, probably another like month and a half. Yeah. Because he he got he got in, um, surgery, so yeah, he'll probably be out for another month and a half. I want to say maybe by the maybe even by the All Star break he'll he'll come back. But um, other than that, um, I'm not. This Trailblazer team is a struggle to watch too at times because yeah, they're 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 like like we've been saying they're due for a trade or mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say blow up the team, but they're definitely. They do the. They, they need to start moving pieces. Hey, around. they need a remodel. That's going to be my little phrase. Yeah, remodel. Now. It's not a rebuild. It's a remodel. Remodel. They need a remodel for mm-hmm. sure. Because rebuild is starting from ground zero. Remodel is just fixing everything in the inside. Yeah, that's you what know? they need to do right now. Remodel, and then we'll we we'll see with them. But yeah, this year they'll stay playing tournament team, and I I don't even think they'll win playing tournament. To no. uh, maybe with the Dame greatness, they might, but. Yeah, yeah. If it's there, then yeah. Yeah. Um. As for the rest of the West, see you next year. Good luck. <laughs> see you next year. Good luck. <laughs> Nothing much to say about Spurs, Pelicans, Kings. You were in the um trade talks for uh. Well, I can't think of his fucking name right now. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, but. You said, nah, we're not giving you our half our team for this fucking bum. Watch. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, OKC in Houston, yeah. I like this OKC yeah. team. Yeah, they're young and scrappy. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah they're the, a couple years away. Yeah. I like um, Shia Alexander. I like the, what's the name, Josh Giddy? Gid, Kidley? Yeah. yeah, I like Gidley. him. Yeah, I like him. I like Dart, Dart, Dort. I like those guys. They're good cats. I, I don't know if they stay with the Thunder, but if an off season happens and they're, I I know Giddy is a rookie. Shy, I don't know his contract, but and Dort, I don't know his contract. But if they yeah. decide to part ways with the Thunder, they will make great pieces on a team. Yeah, for other teams. Yeah, so. We'll see what happens there. But other than that, I got nothing else for the rest of the squads other than rebuilds, 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 rebuilds. and um, rebuilding. Real quick, Pelicans. Sorry for you guys. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing with Zion, but good luck. <laughs> good luck. Um. Yeah, so that's going to pretty much wrap up this NBA recap. Unless you got something else you'd like to mention, Sweaty? Nah, nah, nothing nothing yet. All right. Um, so just quick recap. Like we said, we have in the East, we have Miami Heat, Chicago, and Cleveland, top three. We definitely see the top two staying top two. The West, we have Suns, Golden State, Memphis Grizzlies, our top three best teams in the West. Uh, I think those stay the same throughout the whole, just a matter of seating. But we do see Suns and Warriors taking it towards the end in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll be back another two weeks for our next recap. Like I said, we said earlier in the episode, Saturdays are going to be the day they drop now. Um, yep. We have two more NFL recaps. We have this weekend of games that happen Sunday, and then we have Super Bowl. Unless we do the fucking All Star or Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, I mean, we might do something just just to talk shit about it. Yeah, you we, know? we might make it a fun little fuck around episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, that was gonna be lax if we do it. 
Yeah. So we'll have maybe three more NFL episodes coming up before NFL season really comes to in. And then we'll keep you posted more about, I mean, obviously basketball throughout the rest, basically basketball till football starts back up really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we'll definitely throw in some different kind of episodes during the off season of football, just to, you know, get our other buddy Francis in the mix. So it's not just, you know, me, buddy, we know you like the three buddies. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for that. We'll keep everything updated. You guys make sure if you are listening on any podcast channel, if you're listening on the YouTube, if you're listening on the whatever you're listening on, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button. Um, fuck uh, with your boys. Yeah, fuck with your boys. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for some more basketball roundup. We thank you guys so much for listening. We thank you guys Mm -hmm. for the people who do follow. Mm -hmm. The video's coming up soon. We will be on camera so you can see my co-host's beautiful faces. You won't like mine because I look like a fucking gremlin. Um, whoa, 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 man! Whoa, man! You, usually, usually you compliment yourself. I was surprised by the 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 swerve. If I set myself up for like really, if I like make myself sound really bad when they do see me on camera, they'd be like, "Damn, he was lying." <laughs> I got. You. Um, but yeah, more content coming as always, and we're gonna get bigger and better this year as we always do. Trust me. By the time maybe NFL comes next year, we're gonna be on camp. So. I'll yep, be on yep. the lookout for all that coming this year. Yes, sir. Um, any last things you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, buddies. Keep it easy. Keep it easy. Keep it breezy. Fo sheezy. We are the Buzz and Sports, and we'll talk to you later. Peace.